worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with in the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 20, beginning at verse 1. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who's within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. Verses 1 through 17, Exodus chapter 20. Father, we thank you once again for your word. Thank you for the wisdom and the grace and the power upon your word. Thank you for the anointing and the encouragement and the insight that your word carries. Thank you, Lord, for us as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, and thank you for us as a nation. Help us, Lord, as the church and as a nation to put you first. Help us to make no graven images. Help us, Lord, to not take your name in vain. Help us, Lord, to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Help us, Lord, to honor our fathers and our mothers. Help us to not murder. Help us to not commit adultery. Help us to not steal. Help us to tell the truth. Help us to not covet. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Our Heavenly Father, we're so thankful that we have your listening ear today, that uh, because of your mercy, because of our relationship with your precious Son, Jesus, we come covered in his righteousness. And to know, Father, we have your listening ear. Not only you listen, but you respond in a way that's best. We bring our listening family to you today, Father. We pray your blessings on them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. Uh, once again today, a little bit later in the broadcast, you're going to hear from some more of the uh, blessed children that participated in our Ten Commandments Project speech contest. Every one of the children, we ended up with 32 speeches from 32 young, uh, thirty. well, actually 33 young people because two twin boys did their speech together, but 32 different speeches, all of them were excellent. 
And so today we will be hearing from some of those young people that participated. To begin with, once again, I want to share with you uh, one or two items that we want to encourage you to email us to get copies of. Uh, discipleship tools. This this article is entitled "Children Who Read the Word of God." Again, the title: "Children Who Read the Word of God." Psalm one nineteen verse one hundred five. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. In First Timothy four thirteen. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Again, First Timothy four thirteen. Then Romans twelve one and two. I beseech you, therefore, brethren. By the mercies of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Again, Romans 12, 1 and 2. And then finally, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 to 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Again, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 to 9. Many parents have never encouraged their children to read the Word of God out loud to them daily. It's simply just not been a priority. Christian parents often take their children to Sunday school and church, which are, which are wonderful things and very productive things that can work in their lives. Yet, sadly, many just haven't made having their children to read the Word aloud to them daily a high priority. Allow me to make a case why it would be very wise to change this reality. Consider this important question and the answers to it. What happens when a child reads the Word of God? What takes place in the life of a young person who's faithfully taking the time to read God's Word every single day? Number one, that child is spending time with Jesus. He or she is spending time interacting with Jesus as they take time to read His Word. That child is spending time listening to the wisdom, the grace, the power and the insight of the creator of the universe. See John 1, 1, John 6, 63, and Romans 12, 1 and 2. What more, produ- what more productive activity could your child possibly be doing? Number two, that young person is receiving the most powerful, life-changing and uplifting insight in all of the universe. The transforming power of the word of God is working on the mind and the heart of this young person. The word of God is impacting this youth in many very fruitful ways. Again, see Romans 12, 1 and 2 and Proverbs chapters 1 and 2. And number three, this youth is spending time in the presence of Christ and God. When any person spends time in the presence of God, he or she will not be the same on the other side of that time. John, see John 1, 1. Researchers at the Center for Bible Engagement found some very interesting insights about the importance of and the place of reading Scripture in the life of any believer. According to their research, the life of someone who engages and spends time in Scripture four or more times a week looks radically different from the life of someone who does not. They discovered that the lives of believers who do not engage the Bible most of the days of the week, that is, three days or less, are statistically the same as the lives of unbelievers. 
Spending time reading and meditating on Scripture daily is much more important than so many really grasp. So, parents, if you begin the family habit of having your child to read the Word of God out loud to you daily, great things can begin to happen in your child's heart. Why is it important for your child to read the Word out loud to you, the parent? Because you know for sure that he or she has spent time reading the Word on that given day. Sometimes a parent may tell a child, go read your Bible. Maybe he or she will, and maybe he or she will not. Our children are human beings, and as much as we like to think our children do exactly what we tell them, that's not always been true. When you make time each day to have them read the Word of God out loud to you, you can know this for a fact. You know that they've spent the time reading the Word of God that day. Children and youth today are filling their minds with something. Sadly, too often, it's been darkness, toxic information, and wicked worldly thinking and perspectives. Too many youths have filled their minds with pornography, online garbage, demonic insights from dark movies and TV shows, horror movies, etc. And too many youths spend hours playing dark video games and doing things online that are very negative spiritually, mentally, and otherwise. The blessed Word of God is pure light. There's absolutely nothing better for our children spiritually, mentally, and emotionally than the Word of God. We're told in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. The Word of God heals all the ills of life. It's pregnant with the ability to bless us. The transforming power of God's Word is undeniable. It is power, and it's, it's very mighty in every way for good in the lives of each of us. Beginning the habit of having your child to read God's Word out loud daily is a very fruitful habit. It's a great way to help focus the power of God's Word onto and into the lives of our children. Today is a great day to start this family discipleship goal with your children. It will help produce eternal fruit. Again, the title of that article is Children Who Read the Word of God. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, as I mentioned, we'll be hearing shortly from some of our um, participants in the Ten Commandments Project. I'm just going to share a portion of an additional article. I won't. I probably won't get to finish it, but I want to encourage you. Please email me to get a copy of one or both of the articles. Uh, the second article is entitled The High Priority of Discipling Our Children. My email again is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Remember, our goal in encouraging you to email us to get copies is so that you'll have them as tools for your personal discipleship and for tools for you to use in discipling your, your family as well. Again, the title of this one, The High Priority of Discipling Our Children. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 to 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Again, Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 to 9. In Proverbs chapter 4, verses 1 to 7, Hear, O sons, a father's instruction, and be attentive, 
that you may gain insight, for I give you good precepts. Do not forsake my teaching. When I was a son with my father, tender, the only one in the sight of my mother, he taught me and said to me, Let your heart hold fast to my words, keep my commandments, and live. Get wisdom, get insight, do not forget, and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will keep you. Love her, and she will guard you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom, and whatever you get, get insight. Again, Proverbs 4, 1 to 7. Then Ephesians 6, 1 to 4. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Parents carry their children in their hearts. Their children are very important to them and precious to them. As parents, we want the absolute best for all of our children in every area of life. A very important truth for all parents to be mindful of is that the best we can give to our children is Jesus. The greatest gift that they can ever receive in life is Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Jesus is eternal life. So as parents, we are very wise to do all we can to help and encourage our children to receive Christ as their personal Savior and Lord. Once our child is saved, it's one of the great responsibilities of Christian parents to disciple them. It's our calling from the Lord to help guide our children to become strong, vibrant believers who love and follow Jesus Christ in their life and lifestyle. Why is this so important? First of all, we're commanded to, to make disciples, Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20. And this very important calling is to start with ourselves and then move directly to our families, our spouses and children. So in considering the great responsibility of discipling our children, just what are some steps or practical building blocks we are to utilize? But we'll stop there again. The, the uh, title for that second article, The High Priority of Discipling Our Children, Again, if you'd like to get a copy of that one or the earlier article, Children Who Read the Word of God, simply email us, joseph at afr.net. We'll be right back to hear from some of our guests sharing their Ten Commandments speeches. We'll be right back. Our Father, which art in heaven, yeah, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us. Music from the Walls Group with The Prayer. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. As we mentioned, we're honored to have 
our guests that were a part of the Ten Commandments Project. And first, I want to introduce Miss Karen Slater. I want to mention Karen is a precious lady who, by the grace of God, took it upon herself to invite and recruit quite a few children. She approached quite a few children in her church to get involved with the Ten Commandments Project, and she came up with at least three recruits, and so we're grateful for her. Karen, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you. That's great. That's great. Again, we really appreciate you participating as you did. And uh, tell us, what is the name of your church? We are the Apostolic Christian Church of America. Okay. All righty then. And so uh, did I understand that correctly? That's that you actually just approached quite a few children at your church uh, to get involved with the project? Yes, I approach children that I've had like in Bible school in the summer or that I've taught in Sunday school. I just kind of went around and asked some of them if they would participate. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. So uh, can you share about how many would you guess you uh, approached and invited? Oh, I probably actually talked to maybe a half a dozen. Okay. And then I had three of them right away that said they would do it. So then I quit because I knew that if I had three, I would want to work with those three. Okay. Okay, then. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to do that. And I hope that our listeners are really learning from your great example because, you know, even sometimes people, obviously our goal is to always disciple our own children. But, of course, it's wise when you have believers that are willing to take it upon themselves to go out and reach out to touch other children who might be not be in their immediate home because we live in a world where so many kids need someone to reach out to them and share the love of Christ and to share the gospel with them as well and invite them into discipleship. So we really appreciate you, Karen, okay? Thank you. All righty. Appreciate then. this opportunity. All righty. Well, we're going to move right on to talking to the children that are going to participate. Our first one is Zoe Manns. And uh, Zoe, how are you today? Good. That's good. That's good. Now, remind me, Zoe, how old are you? Ten years old. You're ten years old. All right. All right. Well, we're hearing from some of the our barnyard friends who are excited to get a chance to hear your speech and the speeches of some of your friends there. So, Zoe, we're going to go ahead and listen to your speech, and then we're going to come back and talk to you, okay? Hello, my name is Zoe, and I am 10 years old. What I'm going to be talking about today is children obey your parents. Do you obey your parents? One of the Ten Commandments that God gave Moses was children obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Here are a few ways you can obey your parents no matter how old you are. One way you can obey your parents is to listen to them when they ask you to do chores around the house. For example, if they ask you to clean your room, do it without complaining. Another way is when your parents are gone and they tell you to behave, just behave. You should act in a way that would please them, even if they're not around. This doesn't mean you should always obey your parents. It means you should obey your parents when it follows Jesus' teachings. For example, if your parents tell you to beat up someone at school who is being mean to you, don't. Instead, follow Jesus' example and love your enemies and turn the other cheek. It doesn't mean you should ignore your parents, but rather do what Jesus says is right, but still love your parents. In conclusion, I think you should love your parents as Jesus does. Follow follow their example when they are living like Jesus. Listen to your parents if they ask you to to do something right. And remember, this is the first commandment 
was promised. God says if you obey your parents, you may live a long life. All right, Zoe, thank you again. Again, uh, we're grateful to get a chance to share your recorded speech there. And so, uh, Zoe, did you enjoy participating in the Ten Commandments speech contest? Yeah, I loved it. That's good. That's good. Well, we, we really do appreciate you participating. Tell me, do you have any hobbies? Um. Yeah, I like to um, bike around our neighborhood and jump rope. Okay. All right. And what do you think you want to be when you grow up, Zoe? I think I want to be either a teacher or a doctor. A teacher or a doctor. All right. Well, we can use a lot more good Christian teachers and Christian doctors, too. So we're glad to know that that's that's a goal that you have in front of you. All right. You're going to share scripture with us. Yeah. Okay. Go right ahead. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with Thanksgiving and into his court with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. All right. Thank you, Zoe. You're an excellent reader. Thank you for reading that scripture for us. So thank you so much for being with us today, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're going to hear you. from Izzy Slater next. Uh, Izzy, uh, let's see. Izzy, am I correct? You're nine years old? Yes. All right. How, how are you doing today? Good. That's good. That's good. All right, Izzy, we're going to listen to a recording of your speech, and then we're going to come back and talk to you as well, okay? Hello. My name is Izzy, and I am nine years old. How to honor your parents. You can honor your parents by obeying them, do what they tell you, and more. We know this because of the Bible. In the Bible, there are the Ten Commandments. The fifth commandment is honor thy father and mother. I think we should obey our parents by obeying and following the rules, such as eat in the kitchen, be kind, do not fight with your siblings, and do what you are told. I think that you should honor your parents every single day. Jesus loves when we are honoring our parents, but he is sad when we do not honor our parents like God told us to do. If we don't honor our father and our mother, that would be a sin, and we do not want to commit a sin. When I honor my father and mother, I feel good and happy inside. Do you honor your father and mother? If you do, then you are making Jesus happy. And when you do not honor your father and mother, again, that would make Jesus sad. Do you feel that way when you respect your parents? I sure hope it does. Make sure you read the Bible every night. Maybe you will learn to respect your parents if you don't already. Thank you. All right, Izzy. Again, a great speech as well. And thank you again for being with us today. Uh, Izzy, now tell me, do you have any hobbies you'd like to tell us about? I like to do um, gymnastics. You like gymnastics. That's great. That's great. Okay, then. What do you think you'd like to do when you grow up? 
Well, I'd like to be a doctor, a teacher, or a gymnast. All right. All right. All those exciting possibilities. So thanks for sharing that. And is you also were going to read a scripture for us? I believe Psalm 23, is that right? Yes. Okay, please go right ahead. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. All right. You're an excellent reader as well, Izzy. Thank you again for sharing that scripture. And thank you again for being with us today and allowing us to share your speech and I do hope that each of you are going to get a chance to share your speech at your church as well. So thank you, Izzy. We appreciate you, all right? Thank you. All right. Then uh, next we're going to hear from Trevor Manns, and I believe Trevor, I think Trevor's nine years as well, as well nine years old as well. Uh, Trevor, how are you today? I am good. All right. All right. Now, Trevor, are you nine years old? Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate you being with us. We're going to listen to a recording of your speech, and we're going to come back and talk to you, okay? Okay. All right. Hello. My name is Trevor, and I am nine years old. I think the commandment to honor your father and mother means obey your father and mother, what they say to do or what they command. If they say, go and feed the animals, you should say, okay. Or if they say, help in the kitchen, you should not say, no, I do not want to. If you do not want to clean, but they say, help us clean, you should say yes. I think that I think you should always obey your parents if they say something. That wraps up my five reasons to obey your father and your mother. Thank you. All right, Trevor. Excellent speech as well. Thanks again for being with us today. Uh, Trevor, did you enjoy uh, being in the speech contest as well? Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate each of you participating then. So now tell us, uh, too, just we, like we asked the others to, do you have any hobbies you'd like to share with us that you like to do? Um, I like going outside and enjoying the nature. All right. Okay, then. Well, all of you all have good hobbies, so we appreciate you sharing that. And what do you think you're wanting to be or do when you grow up? What do you think? I want to be a pastor or a farmer. A pastor or a farmer. And you might could be both, you think? Think that's possible? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see then. So you're going to share a scripture with us as well, right? Yeah. Okay. What scripture are you going to do? I'm going to read Psalm 1. Okay. Go right ahead. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked or Stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. 
That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whoever, whatever they do prospers. Not so they, the wicked, nor er, that they are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in ju- the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. All right. Thank you, Trevor. All right. See, again, the barnyard crew, they're all excited that you all got a chance to both share your speeches, and we got to talk to you all as well. So thank you, Trevor. We appreciate you being with us today. All right. You're welcome. And then uh, we have one more guest that we're grateful to have, too. Kennedy is with us as well. And Kennedy uh, may not have managed to be a part of the speech contest, but she was. Um, Kennedy was willing to read Scripture for us. Uh, Kennedy, uh, how are you today? Good. All right. Good to have you with us today. And uh, you're going to read a scripture for us as well, correct? Yes. Okay. And what scripture are you going to read for us? Psalm 19, 7 through 11. Okay. Go right ahead. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. All right, Kennedy. Excellent scripture, and you're an excellent reader as well. All of you are great readers, and we appreciate you sharing me. And so, now tell me, Kennedy, do you have any hobbies you'd like to tell our listeners about today? I like to be. I'm sorry, repeat that again, please. I like to babysit. You like to babysit. Okay, great hobby. All right. Okay. What do you think you'd like to do when you grow up? I think I'm going to be a babysitter. A babysitter. Okay. Well, that sounds like a great uh, a great thing to do as well. All right. Well, thank you again, all of you, Zoe and Izzy and Trevor and Kennedy. All of you did a great job, and we appreciate you being all with us. And we're coming up on a break, and on the other side, uh, we'll be back with you all in just a few. But you're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we've had the privilege of hearing speeches from a number of our Ten Commandments Project speech contestants. We'll be right back. You're pulling me close 
music from Lincoln Brewster with Made New. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We have the privilege, we've had the privilege of having a number of young people that were participants in our Ten Commandments Project speech contest, and all of them did a great, great job. And uh, once again, I want to speak briefly with Miss Karen Slater, who again, we're grateful for for Karen, she took the time to recruit a number of children from her local church to be a part of the Ten Commandments Project. Uh, Karen, at what point, uh, tell us about what led up to your deciding that you were going to take this on, this project, getting kids involved. Kind of tell us about that. Well, I hear your, um, I hear you come on the Christian radio at four in the morning here in Ohio, and sometimes I'm awake at that time, so I listen to you three times. And I've heard some of the children over the years that you have interviewed who have written speeches, and I've been very touched by some of the speeches that the children have written and recited over your radio program. And I just thought this year that it was time that I get some children that I know involved in it also and give them the opportunity to receive the blessing and just to share what the uh, commandment means to honor father and mother to each one of them and to have an opportunity to share of God's love. Well, you know, Karen, again, I want to say very much appreciate you and people like you, believers who are willing to take on a task like this, because it's easy to talk ourselves out of things like this. But on the uh, the reality is this. There's such a need for more people that will go out of the step, sometimes step out of their comfort zone and do what's in the best interest of children and youth in our world. Because, again, uh, I say, I guess sometimes maybe too often that, sadly, the kingdom of darkness is trying to swallow our children alive. And there's such a need for us to share the gospel with them and do our part to help disciple them to come to know Christ. Karen, I'm going to ask if you'll take a moment now to pray for children and youth, both the participants from your church, but also children and youth in our culture. Whatever's on your heart to pray for the children, would you pray for them at this time? Sure. Let's pray. Father, we are so thankful that we have this opportunity to share with one another of your love for the many children and people across our world. We thank and praise you for the breath of life. We are so thankful, most of all, though, for dear Jesus, for living on this earth, for dying, for shedding your blood and arising from the grave and giving each one of us a hope of eternal life with you someday. We pray that um, all children in the world can learn to know of your love and the opportunity that you offer by serving and worshiping and praising you. We pray for them. We pray for the dear children here who have been with me and sharing in this opportunity and for many children who will listen and children who maybe have never even heard of who Jesus is. We pray that in some way their lives can be touched and they can learn to know who Jesus is so they can learn to love him. We thank and praise you in the name of our dear Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 Thank you, Karen. Thank you so much. And um, I want to say once again, uh, our, it's our hope and our encouragement to every participant, every young person participates to, that participates is that each of, the, each of the children would ask the, the pastor for the opportunity to either do their speech live or else to share the video during Sunday morning service and or Sunday school and or Bible study. So we certainly hope that each of the children will do that. Uh, I'm going to ask at this time, Zoe, would you pray for children, say a prayer for children as well? Would you at this time? 
please hope that everyone knows and learns about you and that us children that know about God right now grow old to learn more about him and praise him more and pray that um, Satan doesn't take over our hearts and turn us to evil and pray that my house will get sold in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Zoe. Appreciate that so much. All right. Uh, Trevor, would you share say a word of prayer as well for children that might be listening in children, period? Mm-hmm. All right. Go right ahead. Dear God, please help everybody who can to go to heaven and help us to, like, keep following Jesus and don't let Satan um, get in our hearts. And please help my mom with her pregnant baby. And thank you for everything you gave in Jesus for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Trevor. Thank you so much. And now, Kennedy, will you, would you say a word of prayer for children as well, please? Lord in heaven, I pray for healing for my little seven-year-old brother, Cameron, in the hospital. My brother has leukemia and will be in the hospital for a couple months. Please heal his body and his blood. Make him healthy and strong. We pray for him and his other friends he met in the hospital. If you want to see how he's doing, you can go to caringbridge.org and type in Cameron Mance. Please remember him in your prayers. Amen and thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kennedy. And Father, I too thank you and I pray for Kennedy's uh, little brother as well. Father, touch him, Father, minister healing and wholeness to his entire being in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for healing. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, Karen, our time is just about gone. Would you just very briefly one more prayer, Shay, a prayer for the church? Yes, I would like to pray for the church, the churches all over the world, those who are serving the Lord and those who are maybe serving other gods that we don't even understand. I pray that the church can be true to your word, that they can study and want to serve the true and holy God, and that each one of us who claim to be a part of the church, that we are sincere and honest in our lives, and that we truly look to Jesus as the one true Savior of the world. Help us to be the example and to be willing to help others who have an interest, and even if they don't, that we can be willing to share of your love and help them draw them unto you. For, Lord, someday you will claim the church, and we pray we can all be a part of it. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Karen. Thank you so much. And one more time, I want to say thank you so much again, Karen, for being with us today. And Zoe, again, you did a great job. Izzy did a great job. Trevor, you did a great job. And Kenny, you did a great job as well. So thank you all so, so much for being with us. Now, I want to ask one more question, if I can. Uh, Zoe, is there anything you think is important for us to share with children? Like, for example, you know, there are a lot of challenges that are going on in the world today. What's something important you'd like to encourage our listeners to pray for children about today? Anything, Zoe, that you think we should pray for children about today? I'd like 
If you pray for children, about them to hear about the Word of God if they have it already. Mm, a great, very important prayer request. All right, hearing the Word of God and hearing about Jesus. Okay, thank you. Izzy, is there anything you'd like to suggest that we pray for children about in the world today? Um, um, for protection from evil. Protection from evil. That's a good request as well. Protection from evil. All right. Those are very important requests. All right. Okay, Trevor, is there anything you'd like to suggest that we pray for children about in our world today? Um, for them to, um, like, help, like, for people to help learn Jesus, to, about Jesus, and spread the word to other people. To help children come to know Jesus and spread the gospel so others can hear about Jesus as well then, right? All right, okay. And then, and then Kennedy, anything specifically, again, can you share with us anything? Now, and again, thank you for sharing about you. That was, you said that was your little brother, is that right? Yeah. That was your little brother? That yeah. you, yes, okay. Thank you for sharing about your brother. Anything else that's on your mind or your heart that you'd like to ask our listeners to pray for or pray about? Um, that they could come to know God um, as much as they can. All right. Okay, then. Well, again, thank you all again for all the prayer requests you've mentioned, and I appreciate you all as children and young people as sharing because, again, you know about things that are going on in your world and your peers' world, and so we appreciate the opportunity to pray for you. Father, we thank you for Karen. Thank you for Zoe. Thank you for Izzy. Thank you for Trevor. Thank you for Kennedy. Thank you for Kennedy's little brother as well. And thank you for your hand of grace upon each one of these young people. Thank you for all the other youth that are part of this church fellowship. And thank you for every young person listening today and every young person that's a part of every church represented. Lord, flood these young people, flood these churches with your spirit, mercy, and light, Lord. Quicken them spiritually, physically, mentally. And more and more, we ask, Lord, that your spirit would work in their hearts, their lives. Help all of them and help us all, Lord, to grow in our hunger for your word. And help us to grow in our understanding of the need for us to be believers who read your word every single day. Help us to know, Lord, that no matter how busy we are, we need to make time to get into your word every single day diligently in Jesus' name. And help us also, Lord, to be the people of prayer. You'd have us to be anoint all of these children and anoint us all afresh with the spirit of prayer. More and more stir us to be the praying church. You'd have us to be in Jesus' name. And Father, also, thank you, Father, for the opportunity. You give us also of being the uh, obedient, church you've called us to be. Lord, you've told us in your word that you've called us to be both hearers and doers of your word. Help us to be diligent to not only read your word, but to live it. Help us to live it and also as a part of living it out, help us to walk in your love, to walk in your mercy, to walk in your loving kindness. Thank you for this opportunity, and we praise you for it. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Again, thank you all again, Miss Karen. Thank you again for being with us today. Thank you again, Zoe, Izzy, and Trevor and Kennedy. Thank you all for being with us, okay? Thank you. All right, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. And as we normally do, before we end the broadcast today, if you are listening today and you have never invited Jesus Christ to come into your heart as your Lord and Savior, today is a great day to be saved. 
If you've never made that all-important step, remember, this is a decision of eternal consequences. If you've never given your heart to Jesus, today is a great day to commit your heart and life to the Lord. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply, with me, pray from your heart, pray this prayer, and commit your heart and life to the Lord. Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Help me to read your word every day. Help me to pray every day. Help me to live your word every single day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you pray that prayer, we very much are wanting to be in touch with you. Once again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. And we'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow up strong and vibrant in your new walk with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Again, we hope to hear from you. Again, joseph at afr.net. Well, Karen, once again, Karen, Zoe, Izzy, Trevor, and Kennedy, thank you all so much for being with us. And you all keep up the great work serving the Lord, okay? Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you all again so much for being with us. Please pray much for these children and pray for Sister Karen and their church family. And let's continue to pray that God will raise up more and more churches that really put the emphasis on youth ministry, that that the Lord would have us to put on it. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.